Welcome back to Suburban Sprawlcast, where we go to the underground to find the bands that you might not have heard but should. This week, I hit the streets of Pomona to talk with Jason and Paco from The Failures. Now, it's been a minute for The Failures, but this Friday night, they are returning to characters in Pomona, California, opening for Guttermouth on November 15th. This is going to be a fantastic show. Definitely recommend going. Their album, Working Class Blues, is solid from start to finish, but you can't stream it online. You can only go to a show to pick it up. Another reason why you should go. This episode, we talk with Jason and Paco about the struggles of being a working class musician. We talk about politics, and we talk about, quote, making music for the homies, as Jason would say. And that's exactly what the failures are. They're a band for the homies. So I hope you enjoy it. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and Facebook at Suburban Sprawlcast. The failures. It's been a minute. Live in the flesh. I feel like it's always a minute with the failures, though. It's always a minute. At least a minute. And I... I, 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 a couple. (laughs) A good couple. (laughs) It keeps it exciting, though. I mean... Every time I see a show that's announced with the failures, I, I immediately put it on my calendar because I know I don't know when it's going to be the next time. We lull everybody to sleep and then uh, <laughs> surprise bitches. Yeah. Stay woke, huh. <laughs> we ain't dead. <laughs> that's right. We're just adults now that have jobs and families and shit. <laughs> yeah. True. True. Yeah. Is that kind of the biggest thing that is is keeping you guys not I mean cuz obviously you guys have slowed down quite a bit. But is that is it mainly work or is it just that you guys aren't as into it anymore? It's a combination of everything, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel definitely work, yeah. yeah. But a little bit of everything, I guess. Yeah. No, I get that. I think too is right for 10 years we went like super hard at least by our standards right like we went through oh, yeah. show after show after show yeah after show. I mean, was, yeah you know we're doing two three shows a week for years and years you start to that was fun it was it was, it was definitely fun at the time but it, it was nice to take a step back yeah. and hurt my back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you put a lot of things on hold right when you're going after it like that oh yeah for sure right i mean uh you guys have any new material? Are you guys doing all working class blues? No, there's a bunch of songs we do now that aren't really anywhere. Oh, that's yeah. even all yeah. right. There's songs that we haven't even tried out yet. Yeah, so. sweet. Yeah, I mean, there'll be you know, there's I guess it's maybe sixty percent from working class blues, and the other forty percent is yeah. I mean, it's stuff we've played live before, but it's just not recorded anywhere. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, there's talk of trying to clean up the new ones. So, yeah. hopefully. In a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another good couple minutes. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be the theme of this this episode. In a minute. <laughs> In a minute. <laughs> See you guys again next year. In a minute. <laughs> In a minute. That's funny, right? Because we played last, what, last October? Yeah. Yeah, that was... Time. We're all were like, oh, yeah, we're going to get back at it. I'm pretty sure we joked about it, too. See you again next year. Yeah, we did. (laughs) And then the holidays hit, and you kind of take some time off. And then another holiday comes, and and you're like, yeah, let's take another. And then family stuff comes up. Yeah. yeah, And you know it's been a year 
It's crazy because I, I I was at that show and it doesn't feel like a year, but I mean, looking back, I yeah, guess it was. It was. Once uh, the all like the memories on Facebook started popping out. Yeah, yeah, for it, real. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's when, yeah, Facebook does kind of sell you out now. Yeah. <laughs> for real. <laughs> like a video of that show showed up on my Facebook yeah. a couple weeks ago. I didn't even share it, bro. I was like, now we keep this one between me and Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, you guys are playing November 14th, right? November 15th. 15th. Yeah. November 15th, opening for Guttermouth. Yeah. That's uh, that's quite the bill. Cause of, sorry, cause cause of, of death. death. Cause of death. Rage. Guttermouth. Yeah. Pretty sure it's that. That is a solid lineup. Yeah. I've gotten to see some great bands because of the failures. And I mean, the failures are a great band. But, but no, we've been fortunate to play with some really good bands over the years, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited to see Cause of Death for sure. Yeah. Yeah. New lineup. Look forward to it. Yeah, Gonzo's birthday parties always go off. I mean, they seem to, he always books crazy ass shows. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. I think if one of the reasons you guys don't play as often is that the, the offers don't come in as much. I mean, meaning there's not as many venues in Pomona as there was five, ten years ago. I think to be fair though, right? Like we don't get as many offers and and when we do, we generally at least discuss playing. Yeah. Um, but you, and when you're not out there, people aren't. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's if you want to play, it's definitely a fifty-fifty thing. Like people got to seek you out, but you got to seek them out too. Yeah. And I would say that the seeking them out part has been lacking on our side. I wouldn't say it's the lack of offers. Also, timing. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Sometimes it that's doesn't true. work out. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, and then when you haven't played in a while, you know, people hit you up and you want to play next Saturday, and it's like Tuesday. You're like, whoa, bro, like, I need to get like a couple practices in and like see see what we remember. And I'm gonna just spend a couple of days inside the studio. Yeah, try to remember everything. So that, there was a few of those that we kind of had to turn down, right? Yeah, for sure. What got you into music, like? <clears throat> What got you into wanting to play music? I mean, I know you guys both love listening to music, but what was there like a band, a song? Um, alcohol. Alcohol. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know if, if for me there was a specific any specific moment. I've always played music. Like, yeah. You started music. off on drums, though, right? Yeah, I played, like the first punk band I was in, I played drums. I played drums for a long time, probably ten years. Yeah. And then uh, I was in a band that we were looking for a bass player and we found a drummer. So I went to bass. Oh. And it was like a duck to water. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I never, I've never willingly gone back to drums since. So. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Paco? Um, Music's always been there, I guess. Because you came from New York, right? Yeah. My my dad was, and my dad always played music. He played in church choir, still does. So like me and him always kind of just jammed out whenever we got chance. So different taste of music, obviously. Yeah, but, you know. But it's still cool. It's still cool. Music's still there. Yeah, music is music. I just saw China Wife Motors. They yeah. don't speak any English, and uh, he was struggling with introducing the next song, and he was just saying, <clears throat> "This next song." Uh, we uh is, is not in english but music speaks to everyone 
Yeah. And so everyone's like cheering, like, yeah, yeah. And then he says, this song's called Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, hell yeah. yeah. yeah no problem translating that part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was fucking rad. <laughs> no, but it's true, though. Like, music is music. I mean, it doesn't matter what kind of genre it is. I mean, it, uh, it's just fun yeah. to play. I mean, did you always play guitar? Yeah. Yeah. I did, for the most part. I mean, fucked around with bass, but mm-hmm. mainly guitar. Yeah. Yeah. What brought you to Southern California? Traveling. Yeah. I mean, on your own? Well, the most part, yeah. I mean, travel with people, but kind of just ended up here solo. Everybody kind of just set one their separate ways and stuff. So I see. Yeah. And you just st- you just stuck around here? Yeah. Ended up in front of the glass house, met these fools, and just ended up here. That's cool. I think the failures practically put that anchor down. Yeah, Pomona <laughs> has that way, right? Yeah. It's like a fly trap. A black hole. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did, was the, uh, were you in other bands besides the failures? Um, I was PBR, Pomona's Best Runners. <laughs> that didn't last long. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was it, really. I mean, a couple other little fuck around bands here and there, but nothing crazy serious. So. That's cool. You lucked out. Yeah. <laughs> they gave me a couch to sleep in. Yeah, well, then you really did luck <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> That's rad. Not, not to bring up politics into this shit, but you guys are obviously a pretty politically charged band. I mean, uh, Bomb Washington, I don't think is a, your typical love song. You know, no, I think. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I not. think <laughs> <laughs> the irony is we didn't know how well it would fit in just a couple years. Yeah, right. right? Like cause the, we wrote that pre-Trump. Yeah. yeah, but I enjoy playing it a lot more these days. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I yell it harder now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. I, 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 that was what I wanted to ask. It. Do you feel uh, this time around with? I mean, obviously, last year Trump was was president too. I don't even like saying his name. I'll, I'll play it bleep that out the only word i'll bleep out on this podcast but orange guy yeah the (laughs) do the songs mean any more to you guys i think lyrically the the lyrics mean more but i don't know that conceptually the songs mean anymore if that makes sense like yeah that's it's not you know what's going on right now is, is, is not marketed to people like us right but what was going on before even though it was marketed to guys like us we were still getting the short end of the stick, right? Now it's True. just fuck you straight out, right? Like now, now yeah. they're just like, there's no subterfuge. It's just a middle finger in your face. Yeah. But before, it was still pretty much fuck you, but they did it with a smile. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, that's, I mean. That's true. Like, we wrote those songs, you know, the, a lot of those songs were the waning days of the Bush presidency and, yeah. and the deep in, in recession, right? And, and you pretty much saw that point. There really were no concerns about people like us, right? There, you know, yeah. was, we were bailing out Wall Street. We were bailing out whoever. Nobody got to keep their homes. Yeah. I remember when they tried to, the whole thing to bail out GM, which saved, you know, thousands and thousands of blue-collar guys' jobs, right? Like, yeah, for sure. And what did they do? They dragged them to the, dragged them up to the, you know, Senate, and they had to speak, and the, the CEO of GM got like 
railed because he took a jet there instead of driving. Yeah. Like CEO of one of the largest corporations in the world. Of course he took a jet. Yeah. They can. Yeah. <laughs> but it, at the same time, like I felt like the guys that were running the country into the ground just got a giant check and then got to like nobody really ever criticized them. Yep. On that level, right? right. Like we did. Yeah. You know, plenty of plenty of people like us did, but on a like global scale of people that had a platform, they yeah. kind of skated free, right? Exactly. These guys, they got giant checks and they got bailed out, and your average man lost his job and lost his home. And that's how she wrote. Yeah. Right. I think the the blatant racism is a is a new wrinkle that we hadn't necessarily seen before. Like, yeah. It wasn't cool to just be a racist 10 years ago. Because now, clearly, right, there's a section of society that just cool with being stupid. Yeah. Like, right, like, it, this is this thing now where, like, if you're educated, and I'm not educated, right, I'm not, like, a college scholar, you know, I'm not a scholarly person, but I feel like now at this time in this country, like, people that are scholarly are dismissed. Yeah. I feel like if you're a racist, it's okay. I feel like science is dismissed. That's not what I believe, even, you know. I feel like somebody just gave them a reason. Yeah. He he legitimized it, yeah, right? exactly. Right? And, and, an excuse. And the one thing that he's done is, like, kind of scary, and I don't think leaves when he leaves is he's made the truth questionable, right? Yeah. That's like, what's terrifying. You know what I mean? Like, even things that are true now, you just ask fake news, fuck that. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Global warming, I don't believe that shit. Fuck that. Like, and you could just say that about anything, right? Like, yeah. And it's just cool. Like, you got a segment of society now that believes the same things you believe, and there's no amount of data or scientific opinion yeah. or that's going to change their mind. And I don't know, you know, I don't necessarily know what's true or not either, but I feel like you, you have people that have dedicated their lives to this work and this is what they believe is going on you can't just dismiss it as all fake news fuck that right and, and it, i think it's terrifying that a person in power it can convince a majority that what they're hearing on the news is is it's all fake now i definitely have my own opinions on comment some commentators you know i could on both sides of the aisle well, like, no, well, i mean you know but there, like there's... to completely dismiss it you know as all fake news because yeah. he's being quote-unquote attacked like that's dangerous yeah i think that when you're talking about certain news cable channels that 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 traffic and opinion right mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. on both sides but i think we all know or maybe we don't all know but i feel like your average person knows and identifies that that it's opinion right and it, it an opinion can't be fake news it's an opinion it's, it's <laughs> that person's good. opinion at that time you can't lie about your opinion. It's your opinion. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. I feel like that's the one thing that kind of got drowned out, just but the then, opinion part. Yeah, but yeah. then but then it, it started getting applied to, like, Washington Post is not trafficking in opinions, right? They, they traffic in facts. Now, they may choose, pick and choose what facts to report, and I think that's common in any, any right, news media. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean make the facts that they're using wrong. Right. Like, you know, they're they're tracking how many lies this guy tells. They're either lies. Or, you know, it's black and white stuff here. This is not fake news. This is either he's lying or he's telling the truth. Right. And and, mm -hmm. and it's so easily dismissed. And like I said, he's. He succeeded in clouding what the truth is. Yeah. 
And and that that to me is, I don't know how we come back from that. I mean, I'm just gonna keep like, right? We all been through some shit before. We just keep on keeping on, and really, at the end of the day, it just is what it is. I yeah. guess you know what I mean. One thing I was hoping to see in this in these four years that we've been, well, I guess it's been three. I'm kind of jumping ahead, but uh, it was I was hoping to see. I mean, during the Reagan era, we saw a <clears throat> a huge explosion in the punk, and we saw a lot of bands come out in the eighties against the Reagan administration. And I was hoping to see this new form of like bands and music that are just like, no, we can't be silent. We got to do this. And I, I personally, I haven't seen that. I don't know if you guys have ever. Well, and certainly, I haven't seen it, but I'm not necessarily gonna say it hasn't happened right it hasn't happened in punk i think it's yeah, yeah, I think yeah that's the thing it's it's not just punk i mean it's happening but it's like in a whole different kind of genre subgenre yeah. i guess you know what i mean like there I mean, are people to, kind of writing to, about it saying about it and to be clear right like the, the response to reagan that came out in the 80s nobody had ever seen anything like that before you no know, right yeah. and, it's funny because I was talking about this the other day, but I don't know if, if that youthful energy is what's punk right now. I do you guys think punk is dead? Yeah. I don't know if I go that far, but it's definitely not for the kids. If they, they've, they've gone other directions. I'd say punk is tied. Yeah. yeah I am. <laughs> punk, punk is old. Yeah. Punk is old. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, right, you know, people that are 15 years younger than us grew up with punk on the radio yeah definitely yeah punk on tv <clears throat> i mean punking commercials say right we, so it's not it's not counterculture when it is the culture early years of this <laughs> yeah. band i was writing everything angry yeah you know what i mean yeah everything has to be all politics but now i guess it's a little different i mean i'm still angry don't get me wrong yeah but you know a little bit different yeah so. What do you, I mean, what do you write about now? I mean, is it more, um, yeah, I mean, are you writing? I, yes, uh, I still do write, but more, more of an everyday stuff. It's, you know, I don't focus on just. Struggle of life. Kid, you know. Yeah. Like, I feel like, me personally, I feel like if people talk about politics and stuff like that, it just stresses other people out and it just causes more. I don't know, arguments, I guess, instead of like actually trying to pay attention and listen. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely more divisive now than it Yeah, happens. exactly. Not that, not that any of the, our, of our older stuff is a, a catalyst for a conversation. Right? Yeah. It was, no, it was no. pretty one sided anyway. You know, it's our point mm -hmm. of view and unapologetically so. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could write about working six days a week and going home tired and not making rent and people would actually relate to that more than, yeah. you know. Right, that's very true. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, I, yeah, it's very true. Yeah. It's very relatable. Speaking of work, Paco, you're a tattoo artist. I'd love to talk to you a little bit about that. <laughs> I've got more Paco tattoos on me than I have any other artist. Annual's coming up. Thanksgiving. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. I was hoping that that was going to take place because I know you're at a new shop. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, what I'm down. I'm down. I only have the kids half the day, so I got some. I got. God, look how look how empty my skin is. But uh, what got you? What got you into tattooing? My my cousin taught me how to tattoo early age. It was more of like a backup plan. It's like 
you know, shit hits the fan, work doesn't work out, need to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Now you know something that's gonna help out. Yeah. Uh, was there something you wanted to do other than tattooing? I wanted to, I wanted to teach. No shit. <laughs> I wanted to teach. Yeah. But uh, I, and then uh, what else? I, I went to school for architecture. I wanted to do that too. That's right. It's expensive. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Go tattoo into this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I for one, am happy that you're tattooing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, uh, does music influence tattooing at all for you? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, like a lot of uh, a lot of designs I've drawn up. Most of the ideas come from um, lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like listen to a random song, you hear a part that just gets stuck in your head, and for some weird reason, you just basically sketch out of that. Yeah, like the first thing you see in your head when you hear something. That's so, cool. Now, definitely. I, I do that a lot. I think uh, your album "Working Class Blues" fits so well with this band because everybody's a working man, you know, especially yeah, yeah. in the band. And uh, nobody expected this to make the money. No one expected yeah. them to go out on tour and just live on the road. Like it was an album that was for the working class, yeah. and that's what I love about it. I mean, you guys had talked about. I know that you're gonna, you know, wait a minute. But is there ever a chance of another failures record, or an EP even? Yeah, I think I'd like to do an EP next. Um, I could see it happening. I just want to record. Yeah, whatever. I mean, we, I care. Right, we 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 had we had started recording again yeah, and with our previous drummer Johnny. If Johnny's out there. Shout out to Johnny. Uh, but then he left the band before we got it out. So, yeah. so there's of, something out there. Well, it, it's 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 not out there, out there. It's it's uh. We played a few of them. Yeah, we play them. Yeah. But but the recordings never got released or anything. But so, but were the recordings done or were they? Uh... They're pretty. They're the three songs that we did were pretty well done. Yeah. Oh man, that, those are the songs. Those are the, that's the shit that I need to get my hands on. Like <laughs> I hate knowing that director's cut. Direct, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be like the hidden track in the dead space or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, it is nice to hear people asking randomly, like, "When you guys playing again? When you guys?" Playing yeah, again? instead of like, yeah. instead of like, you guys are playing again. Yeah, like, what right? Happened, what happened to you guys? Yeah, yeah. A lot of bands almost. I feel like play too much. Like you can't expect, expect your friends to be at every show, you know? Like, and I don't think like we played a lot and I don't think we ever had that expectation, but part of playing a lot. Right. And I think you have to play a lot is trying to get better. Well, of because, course, because playing in your room or playing, playing, you know, practicing to get it's, it's a whole different environment. Yeah. Yep, right. And, it and is it really, it, it really, you know, you see guys that have been around, you know, longer than us and how, yeah. nonchalant they are and right no matter what comes with them I play in front of five people in my backyard definitely a whole different than play in front of 20 30 people in yeah bar. and then mm-hmm. plus sound know. issues oh, and all yeah, that definitely. stuff that you gotta you know yeah so i understand you know how, how bands play a lot um and i certainly we certainly enjoyed the shit out of it when we were doing it, it just I think for me, at least, it just we put so much on hold for so long, yeah. And it just got to the point that it's like, all right, I, you know, this ten years of neglect has to be addressed at some point, right? And then you start, 
going down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And I haven't even begun to finish the stuff that I started when we started slowing down. You know, that's just the reality of it. You know, right. and then, I mean, given the chance, if we could, I'm sure we would. Yeah. Shows, definitely. But they got to be the right shows, too. they got to be the right oh, shows yeah. and then... Right time. Yeah. I like the ambiance. It sounds fucking rad in my headphones. <laughs> like It sounds like what it would sound like sitting on a front porch in Pomona. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like, that Still is... That <laughs> Although, the, the train yeah, the chimed train. in earlier. Yeah. The train did chime in earlier, which is a, a rare treat in Pomona these days, right? Because right. they, the, they don't let the train home no anymore. Oh, no shit? Yeah, that was growing up. That was like a defining... When my wife was in was in college in Cal State Long Beach, so we moved to Long Beach for seven years. And first month, I couldn't sleep because there's no trains. Like I seriously, like it, it like, dude, it's too fucking quiet. And this is Long Beach. I, I didn't move to like <laughs> Palos Verdes or something, right? I went from fucking Long Beach, and it was just quiet. Like, like I, the Riverside, I couldn't sleep. Yeah, there was no trains. No, yeah, I mean, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> so then when I came back, I was cool. Like. Hell yeah. And then a few years ago, right, they downtown Pomona started getting developed. They, they stopped the train homes. Yeah. Yeah, people got those lofts right there. You just, yeah. You can't make no noise down there. Yeah, no, you, you, you can't piss Monterey off. that are blocked the other way. Those families have been there, you know, since the 40s. Ain't nobody gave a shit about them and the train <laughs> horns. Yeah. Yeah. Get yourself a loft and you can right. shut a train up. <laughs> you should have the no train horn in that section. Yeah. Blast right here. Welcome town. I heard they were trying to shut down characters because of the new lofts. Oh, I'm sure that, you know, I, I didn't hear characters distinctly, but I did hear the, the lofts in the Mayfair bitching about the, the bar on the Reef of the Fox. Oh. I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, that one can be shut down. Like, that one's whack. all clubs, so you yeah. can shut that one down. That's all right. It's kind of <laughs> whack to move downtown and then be mad when, like, downtown shit's happening. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I moved downtown. Oh, fuck, it's downtown. Like, you don't know what you're signed up for. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's downtown for a reason. Yeah. 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 yeah so, it's totally true. It's, so I think that's kind of, you know, I, do I hang out at the Fox Bar or whatever the hell that bar on the roof is? Sky now? Fox or Sorry, Sky Lounge or whatever it is this month? Yeah, no, I ain't got nothing Six to do with that. But that's I've what, seen hella glittery shirts, though, homie. Like, oh, that's a little too bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I feel like I'm in Vegas and shit, bro. I'm like, fuck. I don't know sunglasses in there. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what Pomona lacks the most, though, are uh, the venues that, I mean, you like, it's, you go to Riverside, there's a bunch of venues, yeah. and you could go, and really any band could play at these venues, especially yeah. if you're playing consistently. But Pomona, Pomona's got characters, which I love. Yeah. DBA, have you been to DBA? Yeah. 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 I, I really like that space. We, we played there quite played a few there. times yep. when we were. Was it DBA then too? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, they used to let, let punk bands play there. I noticed that it's maybe curved away a little bit from yeah. punk. Back in but, the Johnny days. Yeah. Yeah, we played there a bunch over the years. They, they started doing um, it's like post-punk stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I, I said they. I think they're trying to. The atmosphere is a little chill there, right? They're trying yeah, to it is. steer away from fools like us. <laughs> Plus, there's no liquor. Yeah, that never really bothered me, but I know I know a bum jaw out. Yeah, the bum, the bum. Not very many punks drink wine. <laughs> no, but they serve hella beers. Oh yeah, that's true. There's there's beer. Yeah, like I don't personally. I don't, I don't go out 
Collins is liquor. I stay home. I mean, I've had liquor there. Oh, yeah. I'm not dropping names, yeah, yeah. but I've had well, liquor I mean, there. We've had, we've had liquor in that alleyway right there, too, <laughs> yeah, right? Well, we know they don't serve I mean, We know they don't serve liquor there. <laughs> had liquor in front, yeah. side, in the back, the side. 40s on 2nd Street. <laughs> time I got caught during Art Walk, and the cops like, come on, bro. <laughs> oh, the Cisco days. No. Them Cisco days. Talk about painting the town red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we could still find some spots that are yeah. red down there. <laughs> I, I want to talk about, because I think the story is really cool. I, I One of my favorite tracks on Working Class Blues is uh, is p-town punks i don't even know if the streets of pomona, streets of pomona but yeah. p-town punks ain't nothing to fuck with is just is that opening line Wu-tang. Wu-tang. Yeah. but i what what uh because you told me that it just kind of came to you and you just started saying it we before were in a fucking party and this fool just started shouting it <laughs> so before we, i moved here i had a house over on wisconsin and we always threw shows in the backyard like all, every week sometimes twice a week right? it was yeah it was the dust bowl that even had a name we called it the dust bowl <laughs> and it was like friday or saturday night it didn't matter like that was, it it was sometimes sunday yeah it was yeah it was a venue it got to the point that like fools just show up to like drink in the dust bowl like <laughs> yeah like, so we're back there one night drinking and we're all fucked up and five hours into it and probably a cisco night and came out and it, it spread like wildfire it did everybody jumped in it's an anthem it's an anthem it's a it's a p-town punks anthem now yeah, and that, yeah i love it the, uh, it's funny because when we recorded that like that was never part of the song wow yeah it always started with that drum intro uh-huh and we were done yeah we recorded that very last yeah and and the song was done like we had done all the other all the other vocals and everything and then we just like let's see and we threw that shit on the front and it was I just I still hear it in my head every time we play. Oh it. yeah, I, no, same I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Once I hit that note, I hear it in my head. Yeah, yeah. it kind of helps when it counts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That> rhythm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna be shouting it on the 15th. I don't yeah. care if you are or not. I'm gonna make sure that shit is going. I'm gonna shout it. I'm gonna right. shout it. Good, good, because it yeah, it should be. I don't think I've seen you guys shout it since. Uh, needs to wake up again. Yeah. <laughs> I think we only we only did a couple times. Yeah, like right when the record came out, we did it. But like I said, it was never part of the song. It was just something we did on the recording. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I think it's cool. I'm, I'm into it. Uh, maybe I'll, I'm gonna uh, before you guys even hit the stage. I'm just gonna start the chant. Like yeah. you guys don't even have to open it. You know, it's like that at the AFI. You know, oh, through our bleeding, we are one. Like yeah. <laughs> failure is his P town puck. Say nothing to fuck with. <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> But uh we'll turn off all the lights and characters, bro, so we can pretend we're Davy Havis. <laughs> no fog machines, though. No fog, no fog machines. And hopefully Roby won't be there because then I'm not wearing eyeliner. Yeah. No. <laughs> Skin tight pants? No. Yeah. You've got to, yeah, yeah. You gotta play the part, bro. Not even like leather pants? No. no. <laughs> Dress up like the crow for Halloween or something. <laughs> I, I could. I could. <laughs> I have this theme going where I dress up like a, a chick every Halloween. So there you go. We got lucky this year. We're not playing this Halloween. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys listening to right now? Anybody? Oh, shit. I it could be anything. It doesn't have to be even consistently. I just 
I'm curious of what what's what are you guys spinning? This morning, I was all about the Supremes. Oh, oh yeah. I, I still like to listen to old shit. Yep. Uh, even when it comes to punk rock, I still like to listen to old shit. Snokia, Filth, stuff like that. I don't know. I, I'm not really big into the whole movie. Yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me either. I'm, I'm a late bloomer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my daughter just got me into Lizzo. And I'm not gonna lie, I fucking love it. <laughs> Her EP, and the, I didn't either. I didn't either. And she's this hip hop, R and B, and like she's a shit. Like I was, I been listening to her album. I, I don't know if I should be letting her listen to it, but you know, thanks for turning me on to this, Jordan. Yeah, but no, it's it's fucking good. It's fucking good. What about you, Jason? What are you listening to? I don't know if I'm on any new shit. It's just kind of the same old shit, right? Yeah. Like, always, always, always down with some old time and shit like that. But uh, so, as you know, and a lot of people that know me know my house is under massive reconstruction right now because we don't got nothing better to do with our lives. Because <laughs> uh, you hate yourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It's a deep-seated self-hatred there <laughs> that I just can't shake. So I recent, we recently got couple rooms in the house assembled enough to put a record player in so i'm going back through all the records i bought the last two years and haven't got to play so hepcat put out uh the first and second album they reissued them for the 25th anniversary so i've been listening to that and they got like the dub version so that's fucking pretty cool and then uh they finally put out poet's life that tim armstrong on vinyl so i got to bump that shit like yeah so it's just Kind of catching up on I, my old shit. I actually really like that album. I still do. Yeah, I know. That's a good album. Like, for his, for like his solo shit, it's probably like the best of the solo oh, yeah. shit that he did, right? Like, I got to say that Duran Jones, it's been stuck in my head lately. Which one? Duran Jones and the Indicators. Okay. Yeah. Duran Jones. Definitely cruise music. I like it. I love the vinyls coming, making a huge comeback. That is not something I really saw coming. Yeah, I think it's like some permanence, right? Like, yeah. Like yeah. that vinyl represents, at least for me, is it's like you stream shit or you buy the MP3, but it ain't ever like right here, one phone crash or one computer crash yeah. away from like shit being gone. But yep. as long as you keep vinyl dry and out of the sun. Yeah. Right? Like you can I'm always waiting. play that shit. I'm waiting for mixtapes to come back. Nah, shit I'm, ain't coming. Don't start that, that shit. I miss that era. Don't fucking start that <laughs> shit. I used to write love songs back yeah. then. You know? <laughs> Yeah, we'll see how that shit worked out for you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, my taste of mixtapes jams. That, that shit got you in trouble, bro. <laughs> Chicks don't like dystopia that much, apparently. <laughs> and I can't fuck with tapes. Big man. A, little A wasn't date night jams. No, no. <laughs> nah. Oh, yeah. I made a few mixtapes for, for, for the ladies. You know, you, you, it took a lot of thought and heart into it. Like, oh, I don't got no problem with like mixtapes. I got a problem with cassette tapes. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan of like broken tapes. Yeah, I'm a fan of like, oh shit, my new tape got eaten in the car. I'm not a fan <laughs> of oh, this shit melted on the dashboard. I'm not a fan of why is that shit all garbled right there? Because I listened to it like a hundred times. Like, 
also stoked when tapes went away. <laughs> I fucking hated tape. Even now, like we find tapes like packed in the garage and shit. Shit back, shit back <laughs> I want to see that shit. I found a, a, a shoebox of tapes, cases, all empties though, just cases. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was found, awesome. We found some old shit in the garage a couple weeks ago, and I took that shit right back. <laughs> <laughs> tapes sucked because you couldn't pick the song that you wanted. You had to, you know, like fast forward play. Yep. Not yet. Fast forward play. Too far. Rewind play. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, vinyl you can you can just set the needle exactly where you, you need it. it yeah and it, just the durability issue right yep. like oh, yeah oh yeah cassettes are supposed to be you know portable but i mean i'm not gonna lie i will walk around with a walkman again oh man <laughs> skating down sidewalks tipping over trash cans and a walkman <laughs> It's just walking by with the Walkman's yeah. just hitting the trash can and just knocking over because yeah. it's so massive. Not, not as fast, though, because I'm old. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have a memory of, like, your favorite show or a uh, favorite road trip or anything like that? Favorite show that we play? Yeah. There's so many. Yeah. Uh, the record release show is pretty epic. Oh, Glass House yeah. Record Shop. That was fucking Where was that at? Glass House Record Shop. Oh, shit. Christina used to work at the Glass House was Record that with, Shop. Um, Disgusting Tunes and. Morning Glory? No, that was yeah, a different was one. Different one. This, that was Battle Flask and Disgusting Ooh, Tunes and Us. Yeah, okay, I remember. The crowd went off for us that night. And then there was that one at Morgan's because that one was completely unexpected. The crowd went off. Is that in uh, Riverside? Chico. Yeah. 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 When we played with Chico though. and Switchblade, like the crowd went off. Like, yeah, that was pretty rad. It was pretty rad. They were singing so loud, I didn't have to listen to Paco that night. So, <laughs> that's, yeah, I lost my pretty... mic that night. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That was... Somebody took it. I didn't care. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of good nights of characters, too, right? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah that's... I think that. Um, the the warehouse one in China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I think every twelfth and G. Twelfth and G. I think every show we played there was. Yeah, that was fun. Parents that place, <laughs> that place took on a. It's it's one of those venues, right? That ends up taking on its own. Yeah. Energy and, and that place definitely. It, you almost didn't need to be there. Like fools were gonna we're gonna do it up. Like the band was just the soundtrack. Exactly. Which was fucking pretty cool. Exactly. That would be rad. It was it was a really cool spot. And they ended up moving and what I don't even remember what they named the second one. Uh yeah. BLA yeah. yeah. And it, it was a cool spot. We saw you know, saw some good shows there. We played some shows there. Yeah. It was fun. But it, it never quite had the for me. I'm sure, I'm sure they would disagree with me oh, yeah. 2000%, which is cool. You know, that was their thing, and they put their heart and soul into that place for a long time. So I'm definitely not trying to take anything away yeah. from them. But that for, I think, because the first time it was so organic. Oh, yeah, like, I, they weren't expecting it. We weren't expecting it. Nobody was expecting When you move, when they moved, because, you know, they got the first place got shut down. It's, 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 it's almost, I mean, it sucks, right? But it's, it's, assumed it's gonna go it's gonna be like that yeah for sure and so i guess when it was it's it's like oh it's what it's supposed to be but the first time 
that skate ramp like that was fun you, if you wanted to pit for the band you had to pit on the skate ramp yeah. like the skate ramp was like fucking like i don't know maybe six or eight feet from the band yeah. holy fools would be skating while fools were pitting yeah. like yeah. it was just <laughs> it sounds like a hazard. It was an awesome place. Shout out to Horror Squad. I don't know where those guys are, but I know they're still around. They yeah. just ain't fucking with the public right now. I missed that band. Yeah, no, they were cool dudes. Battle Flash too, for sure. Yeah, Battle Flash was one of those bands that like, damn, they're so so like. I mean, I have a a list of bands that I don't understand why I didn't take over the world, yeah. but Battle Flash was definitely one of them. Like they were so amazing. One of those bands for me is Slab. Oh, they're like I. I they're don't, the top of the. They're, yeah, they, they're. They're. I, I don't. Maybe because maybe because you know I think probably same for you. We know them personally, and. But even like, because when I got the like when Chris gave me the CDs, I mean I didn't really know him. He just told me I'm in the band. If you want to check it out, check it out. And I I had no idea. And I put it on. I'm like. What the fuck is this fool playing with me for? Like yeah, this shit is on. Yeah, it is. I don't understand. Slab is one of those bands that they it just have been shows. So yeah, it just shows how like fickle the music industry it really is, is. Right? Like uh, they did it so good. I mean, so good for so long. Like even when I was a kid, and you know, I'm trying seventeen, we would go play with them, and I used to be amazed because I've told Paco this story, like. They could drink beers and shit because they were a couple years older than us. So that was like a big thing. Like, talk to them, they got half stacks and shit and they could drink beers and shit. And, <laughs> but even back then, like, A, they were sick as fuck. And B, they were like coolish. Like, they were still like the homies, right? Like, yeah. like I didn't even know nobody from Upland back then, dude. I was like, fuck, dude. This, I don't even know where Upland was, dude. Like, it was like <laughs> on the other side of the freeway. That's all I fucking knew, right? And, you would run into them like they were playing a skate demo and you know i i never skated but back then if you wanted to see punk band you did what you had to do right yeah, like right. so they'd be playing and then you talk some shit and whatever and then you know they'd hook you up with a show and then you play like and there was always that as good as they got it was still like it was back then yeah and i don't know i learned like a, a lot from them you know like how to carry your you know they probably were fucking their skin would probably crawl if they hear that but you know, they're always like cool, humble dudes, even though like they did fucking amazing shit. And that to me was like the essence of fucking punk rock, dude. Like how many so dudes do we know in the scene that have done cool shit and are fucking like rock stars about it, dude? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. And, you know, I'm not going to call out no names, but at the same time, like that was, you know, the slab was, slab was the opposite of that. Like when we ran back into them, you know, I hadn't seen them. I hadn't seen any of them in like 10 years at least. Yeah. You know, I had moved to Long Beach. I came back. Linda had told me they were playing and oh shit, they're still around. And then we played a show with them and they, they didn't know who we were, yeah. but obviously I knew the fuck they were and Linda knew who they were and shout out to the homegirl Kristen for putting us on that show. Yeah. Uh, and I walk up and I tell him, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. And right away, like, oh shit. And then after that, it was fucking on. Remember we gave him a demo. Yeah. They start calling us and want to do shows. And it was like, that time we were raw, bro. Shit was rough, dude. That was the show. You didn't have no voice. Oh yeah, plenty of show. Yeah, yeah, no, but that show you don't remember. Oh, that that's specific like, night. Yes. Yeah, it was that remember. was that that was that night. That was Richie doing the worm in the pit. Yep. Paco having a cold and couldn't sing. Yep. That was that night, dude. Like we were raw. Like that was, they, that was a good night. Yeah, they had they. You know, after that, it was on. Like how many shows did we play with them after that? 
God, that would have been amazing to see you guys play with. <laughs> I caught on way too late. They were, there was some, I mean, we came in in a mat, you know, and I don't think we necessarily came in at the beginning either. I think we kind of caught on maybe like around the middle, right? Because you had them, had misguided, you had the fisters. Yeah. I mean, I like to say, you know, I hope, you know, people look at that era and go, fuck, you had the failures. And you know, the, the ignorant started coming out from the valley, right? Yeah, the ignorance was, so was sick. Band I like a lot. Yeah, yeah, right. And it was just, it was like, just, at that time, it was so many good bands. Like, and there were spots, right? Like, there was the Elks Lodge and there was Friar Tux and mm-hmm. there was characters and there was Angelo's and there was, spots in yeah, there was a that the Ale House yeah. and that, yeah. There were just so many, like, almost every weekend, like, yeah. One of those bands would be playing and likely playing with another one of those bands. Like, yeah. And they all ended up being like the homies. Yep. Right? Like that time it was like it was fucking super cool. You know what show speaking of memorable shows, you know what show I was thinking about the other day? The one that we played with the Fisters and I fucking shoved homie and he went through the speakers oh. and landed on. Remember that? Yeah. And I was like, that's why nobody invites the failures out no more. Do you remember that? And broke, what's his name? Uh, the guy from the Fister's guitar? He broke his guitar? Yeah, I felt so bad. I, still, I was driving to work the other day thinking about the Fister's and then I remembered that shit and then I felt bad all over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're in the parking lot, loaded. Oh yeah, I know. That's funny because uh, those fools wanted, wanted some. They didn't even realize like, we had like a mic stand with a cast iron bass. We had like, they're just standing around and like, we're, we're tooling up. Like, yep. what's up, Holmes? <laughs> and I'm still like telling Dave, dude, I'm sorry. And Dave's like, oh, yeah. it's all right. It's all right. And I snapped the head right off his Gibson SG. Oh. Not an Epiphone oh. SG. Oh. So his homie was going around. One of their buddies who wasn't really like like knowing what was up wasn't really you know maybe like listen to punk but wasn't really from the scene kept going around and every time he would go around he fucking shoved the shit out of like ragdoll Paco Paco be like so like third or fourth time dude he comes around and I cut him off and boom crash right into him and he goes through this PA smacks yeah. Dave's guitar and pops Smack the neck right it. off of it the headstock right off oh my god and he got it fixed and it was I mean they're co- unbelievably cool with yeah, us. They, yeah. Like we played a lot of shows with yeah. them after that. I, I don't know if I would have talked to me after that. I, I I don't know that I would talk yeah, to fuck you. That, dude. <laughs> Fucking Jason starting shit, dude. Like, <laughs> and then like I said, and then afterwards, right? Like they're his buddies and shit, or maybe they weren't his. Maybe they, you know, one of the other guys in the band. But it's people they know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Out their way and shit, and we're there. And back then we rolled pretty deep, and yeah. we were pretty deep, and. Like I said, we, you know, kind of had our weapons chosen out. If shit went the way we thought it was going to go. And you stay ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm glad that shit didn't, right? Because I would have just put them even in a worse situation. Oh, yeah. Like, they they would have gotten definitely sad. And that was like even their venue, right? Like that place to them was like characters yeah. is to us. So if we got in there, like they got us on the show. Like it could have been all bad. Yeah. And that's a band I don't think we'll see much of anymore, right? Kevin? Yeah. The drummer moved to. Missouri yeah, or so. Kentucky or uh, somewhere to be a fireman, which yeah, congratulations. Yeah, and definitely. then yeah. Sean's playing bass in the last gang, which is rad. That's yeah, that's pretty rad. So I like that band too. Yeah, last so. band for sure. I'm still getting it up there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, he's a good fit. Yeah. 
we're approaching the hour mark, and I don't want to hold you guys up because I know you guys got band practice. First off, I, I had I just listened to this interview with Ian Mackay, and it, it really resonated with me because it made me think of the failures. But he was ta- saying that Fugazi had this like motto that their albums were the menu, their live shows was the was the the food, the main course, like the what you would yeah, eat. Yeah. And I feel like that describes the failures so much because. Uh, your your working class blues that's the menu and you don't like you don't even necessarily play off the menu you you give a lot more on stage and the other thing i love about the failures is that you guys are so underground like there's no web presence you guys got a facebook page but you guys have occasionally acknowledged by updating (laughs) but you guys have a loyal following like people that get legitimately excited when they hear that the failures are going to be playing something you used to have a myspace yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. I, I don't think know. The band always kind of like you know, and we tour and we do whatever, whatever. But like, the band was always for the homies. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, definitely. Like our merchandise always had like some shit about Pomona and because it was it was yeah. for the you know it was it was always like we always wanted to play for the homies. Like, I didn't have no like house of blues dreams and none of that yeah. shit. Like, we, I wanted you to like we come always, with characters and get drunk yeah. and have a good time and. We always had that understanding. Punk rock don't pay the bills, so it was more of a vacation for us, more of a break. Hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that that, that was kind of like a for better or worse thing, right? Like, because yeah. we had people in the band that really never could figure that out, figure out why we were like that. We just yeah. People that you know like us, but I think from the beginning, right? Like, we were never gonna be able to invest. Yeah. Enough into it, like resources wise, right? Like we were never gonna be. We're never gonna blow up and tour fucking nine months of the year and yeah. like like in the, living on the road type. Yeah, show. I mean, like mm-hmm. the one big tour we did, right, was what fifteen days. Yeah. Oh, for real. And that financially just... taxed the shit out of us. Yeah. That and we picked on our drummer a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of let it out on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you guys go? Texas. Oh yeah. So we went. I guess that is the that's we went the fifteen through, day tour. Yeah, we went through Arizona, played a couple dates there in Dayton, new mexico and a couple dates in austin a couple dates in san oh no a date in san antonio yeah, houston yeah. and then abilene oh yeah. Abilene, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, i think that was a skate park one yeah yeah it was snowing outside that yeah. was awesome yeah it was an, a skate park in a metal building yep. oh my god and that yeah that was part of what like really like ground on us right is like i was sick it was cold. Like right around the time I got started getting better, Johnny got sick. Yeah. Oh. And like I said, it's fine. You know, yeah. shout out to the bands that tour constantly, bro. Even like, even if, you know, off with their heads, right? Even yeah. if they're like that big, right? Like that shit is a, a, it's a grind and it's a financial, like. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You put it, you got to stop everything. Right. And yeah. life goes on without you while you're on the road. Yeah. yeah. And. My, one of the things I got hooked on recently, and maybe it's probably because of you and shit, uh, I've been checking out like podcasts. Yeah. So oh, I started yeah. listening to the, the Toby Morris podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's one of the things like he talks to like a lot of fools, like dudes from Mad Ball Hoya and shit. And like, and one of the things he always says right, is that like there's no 401k. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like they play shows and they tour because, you know, that's how they, that, that, that's how they, they make their money and that's what their passion is. And it certainly like was that way for me. And I think for everybody in the band, like it was our passion, but because money couldn't be a part of it, 
it couldn't it couldn't be a job. Yeah. Like I, none of us are business. Like I'll be honest, I don't even like talking about money, man. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that dude, that was the fucking worst. Like you're supposed to get paid, and you got to talk to the promoter, and then the dude mm-hmm. don't have the money, and then now how are you supposed to act? And then, oh, fuck, dude, I like that. That that's probably like if the band was ever missing something, right? It's like a businessman type, like because yeah. you know, that's not like. We never made no money on nothing we ever made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we never made no money on no merch. Like, we gave away more than we sold. You guys gave me a shirt. Yeah. And then, like, when we did sell shirts, they were five bucks. Like, yeah. 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 A goddamn blank shirt's four bucks. Like, <laughs> but, <laughs> like yeah. That, that, it, because, like, I got a job. Like, that's, like, yeah. if this turns into that, then fuck, then I got two jobs. Yeah. So that's how I always looked at it. That's how, you know, Paco looked at it. We didn't really care. Like at first it was even like, can we get enough money to pay for the next round of merch? And then the answer was no. And then, so we just started giving them way more. (laughs) 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 Right. Cause we, we we got, you know, I think the first time we were 36 shirts and at the end we did not nowhere near have enough to buy another 36 shirts because we gave away like 20 of those (laughs) and we sold the other 16. I think at that time we were selling them for 10. Right. About. Yeah. And I think, so we had like 160 bucks and it's like 240 or something to press another. So it was like, no. So the answer was no. Like 15 bucks. A t-shirt, a CD, and some stickers. Yeah. So second go around, <laughs> it was just like, "Fuck it, here you go. Yeah. Just, just take the shirt." <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's plenty, plenty of shirts traded for alcohol. Oh, that for sure. Oh. I'm pretty sure I traded a CD for a couple shots of tequila. Oh, on tour, we were big for that. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, November fifteenth, I'm looking forward to at characters. You Definitely. guys, and then uh, what was the other band that was playing? Um, Cause of Death. Cause of Death. Let Rage. Some band called Gutter Mouth. Yeah. 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 I, 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 show. Maybe yeah. Hmm? Might, maybe not. They might be pretty good. No, I think it'll be a fun show. Like, it's going to be a blast. I, gutter, gutter. I think you definitely, yeah. Gutter Mouth is a SoCal band, right? And SoCal shows up for them every time. Yeah, so. Definitely. Right. And especially at a place like Characters. Holy shit. Yeah. That's the, I mean... If you if Guttermouth was on anybody's bucket list, this is the show you want to be at yeah. because th- you're never going to see them play this intimate. You know, it's always going to be larger venues. This is this is an experience. Yeah, so. no, it's going to be insane. Yeah, it's looking forward to it. Yeah, that's and it's a show that you got to be at the whole start to finish because the lineup, the bills stacked. Yeah, so it's really good, guys. Thank you guys so much for doing this. Oh, well, thank, thank thanks you. for having us. I love the failures. You guys know that. <laughs> You guys are Thank fucking badass, support. but uh, and I'll be definitely going to be there. Uh, probably be helping Catalano with his drums. <laughs> he doesn't know that yet, but I'll be hitting him all like, "Hey man, you need a roadie." <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. always it always costs me beer, which it's enough beer where I could just buy the ticket. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, you owe me three beers. Oh fuck! I can just buy the goddamn ticket. <laughs> but then he doesn't have three beers. That's yeah. <laughs> <Hey>, true. <laughs> Jason and Paco, I can't thank you enough for being on. This is it was a lot of fun, and hopefully, me. it's not another year before I see the failures. But if it is, I'll be there too. <laughs> I just as long we'll as there's no promises, yeah. <laughs> as, long as, there, as long as there's another one, that's all I care about. So thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Tiger style. Tiger style.
Take that one, take nothing to fuck with. Take